What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of All Truth No Chaser. Thank you guys for tuning in right now in this moment. Please, let's handle a little piece of business, you feel me? Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and share it with your people if you agree with what I'm saying. Because as I'm telling you, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But maybe, maybe, just maybe, if you do dig what I'm talking about, then maybe I do. You feel me? If you subscribe to what I'm talking about, maybe I do what I'm talking about. But if you don't subscribe, well, like I told you, I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. But hey, thank y'all so much for tuning in. So let's get into it. Hey guys, so listen, today, man, we're going to talk about the importance of fatherhood, man. Um, I'm really excited about today's episode. And man, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? We can encourage each other, like I said, and, and we can continue to lift up each other and kind of just teach each other, glean off of each other. But just the importance of fatherhood, you know, I feel it's so critical because when I became a dad, I knew it was at that moment when my oldest was born that it's either I'm going to uh, uh, repeat the faults of my father or I'm going to try to start something new. You know, it's hard trying to be a dad, especially when you didn't have one. You didn't have an example. You didn't have like, what does that look like? How do I do that? Who do I go to talk to? Because it ain't like these kids show up with instructions. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That, that would be great. It would be great if your kid show up with a manual, letting letting you know exactly who they're going to be in life, letting you know exactly who they're going to become. Like all of that would be fantastic. But you know what? That is just that's just not the case. You know, and 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 to make the excuse of well, I didn't have a father. So that's why you not a father is just lame because every single person on the planet earth knows exactly how they would like to be treated. They know exactly what it feels like to be abandoned. They know exactly what it feels like to be loved. They know who supports them and who they don't. So why they don't exercise that same level of, of discipline when it comes to their own kids, I, I don't know. Because it's not like our kids ask us to be like perfect. They don't. They ask us to be present. They ask us to be there. They ask us to see them. They ask us to love them. That's it. And why do we have this stigma of um, parents or our, our fatherlessness? So much goes into that, man, whether it's because some women feel as though they use their children as a tool. Um, sometimes it's because the government says we can't help you if you got a man living in the house. You know, there's there's so no nobody's story in regards to why they are a product of fatherlessness is identical. Everybody's story is going to be different, and I and I desire to be sensitive to that. Um, I think for another thing, right? Another thing, this is really important for uh, the women listeners, please. 
don't take this conversation and and feel like you know uh uh feel like you're not being validated or feel like your contributions to your children are not being recognized because the point of this conversation is geared towards just dads it's not it's not it's not geared towards women and so i just wanted to say that it's not it's not like i don't love my mama and it's not like my mama ain't my best friend and my my mother-in-law and my my grandmothers that are not gone they're all critical they're all important to who i am today um but this conversation is geared toward the importance of fatherhood man like um, I, I saw a study, forgive me for not remembering, but they said majority of the people in prison, the majority of the people in prison come from homes with no dad. Majority of the people in prison come from households that are single mother households. Majority of the people in prison. Majority of the kids we see in education that have behavioral issues have behavior issues, they come from households that are single parent households. Majority of those kids, like being, having the presence of a dad, of a male figure is critical. You know, and, and even some of those, like, and it doesn't have to be like biological. I, I think some men know they wanna be parents. I was one of those guys. I knew I was gonna have kids, like as far back as I remember, because when I would think about my dad and how my I, I live with this brother, but he just was not present, you know. And my dad's excuse when I was coming up was, "Well, I didn't know how to do this because I didn't have nothing to model. I didn't know how to be no daddy because I didn't grow up with my daddy." And so he felt as if because I lived with him that that was enough that the mere fact that we was under the same roof was a win. Now, granted, you know, this brother didn't come to not one football game. He didn't come to no track meet. He didn't go to no parent teacher, PTA, volunteer. This brother did nothing. Just in his mind, God rest his soul, in his mind, he just assumed that because I got to look at him, that 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 was enough and you know the sad part about it man a lot of uh, a lot of people feel like that it's not like his feelings were some anomaly because that's just not the case and 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 so i would employ you men who have children don't think just because you are around that that's enough guys you 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 got to help with homework you gotta you gotta take them to practice you you just you need to you need to be overly invested. Once you have a child, if you decide to lay down with your lady and make a baby, there's a responsibility with that. And, and dudes, don't be looking at these women like, you knew I didn't want no kid. Well, if you didn't want no kid, then you shouldn't be dancing. Or you should have took yourself to the hospital and, and got yourself fixed so you couldn't make no kid if you didn't want no kid that bad. But if you have a child, you have a responsibility to that kid, you know, and, and women, you know, I would just ask you like, 
Don't use your child. Don't use your child to get back at the daddy. Or don't don't sit there and say stuff like, man, you just like your daddy. Like you end up creating this complex within the child. You know, it is just it's just it's just not it, man. Did you know that 90% of homeless and runaway youth come from there's no father in the presence? Not 71% of high school dropouts don't have a dad or dad is not present. 63% of youth that, that commit suicide, there's no dad in the present. So like I would say if, 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 if you desire homelessness for your child, if you desire for your child to be a high school dropout, if you desire this, now this, this, this ain't it, you know what I'm saying? If you desire for your child to do something that harms themselves, nobody wants that for their child. But what I am seeing that there is scientific, there is data that states children who come from households without dads. Fathers, listen, if you want those things for your child then you, and being absent, that's what it's going to equal to. So if you love your baby, genuinely love that baby, even if you didn't want the child, but the child is here now. You need to take your ego, you need to take your feelings, you need to take all of that because you're the one that decided to lay with that person. You, fellas, you did that. You were the one that decided to drop your seed there. Fellas, you did that. And with that comes a responsibility. And that is just so important, man. A good friend of mine, a good friend of mine, um, his son, um, it's so unfortunate. His son is is going to jail for an X amount of time. And he was sharing with me that um, I think if I'm I'm telling his story, I probably should have had him tell it himself and, and we'll get him on the show and, and have him talk a little bit. But um, he and the, the his son's mother had an agreement that when he got to a certain age that he would. Um, she would allow their son to live with him. Now, mind you, they live in the same city, so it ain't like, you know, one kid in one country and another country or different states. This is, you're talking 30, 45 minutes from each other. And it's so sad because she did everything in her power to, because she did not want him to go. So instead of just expressing that, she chose the route of poison. And none of this is uncommon. And he became extremely rebellious. He got himself caught up and wanting to be a character out of a rap song. And uh, not that that's not the environment he grew up in, but he wanted to act like he was a storyline in real life that you hear in, in our music today. And now he is going to be in jail for a long time and it's quite possible that that storyline in his life could have been possibly avoided if his dad was allowed hear me now was allowed to be in his life but unfortunately he was not allowed to be in his life you know um and it's just sad when we hear those kind of stories. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't, we don't want that storyline to be part of any of our children's 
storyline. Um, it just sucks, right? It just sucks, you know? And, and being a dad help, builds up social skills. Being a dad teaches, being, being an active father, your children learn how to have courage. Being an active father, your children learn how to be critical thinkers. You know, being that you 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 provide more than you can even imagine. You know, you're twice as likely to go to college when you have a dad. You're seventy five percent less likely to to have a teen birth. Eighty percent less likely to spend time in jail, which I just told you a story about. Thirty nine percent more likely to earn more A's in school simply because they have a dad having. Um, fear of authority is a good thing. And fathers create this authority in the home, having a healthy religious um, type of fear. You know, it's not a fear where they're scared for their life, but it's more like that, that, that healthy fear. Healthy fear is important. Because especially when, when you see people, they say, oh, you know, this kid doesn't respect authority. He probably doesn't respect authority because he never had authority. And now that this child done got older and they feel invincible, you know, I don't know when I stop feeling invincible. I don't feel that way now because my knees, my back, my hips, you know, I think twice when I get off the toilet just to make sure I don't hurt myself. I ain't lying, you know. Um but just 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 when 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 young men are feeling invincible and authority come and they never experienced authority, you know, they start to want to puff their chest and stuff like that. And they're doing that because they don't know what it's like to have a healthy, healthy fear of authority, man. It's just it's just so important for men to step up to this plate, whether or not you are allowed, if you're not allowed to be that father. In your child's life, then I would advise you to take legal action. Ladies, please don't make no man take legal action because you don't want that father around. Now, if the man ain't a good man, please, you do what you got to do to protect your child. If that man is not a good man, you do what you got to do to protect that child. But if that man desires, if that man wants to, if that man wants to make mistakes raising that child, he deserves, men, you deserve that opportunity. Because y'all laid down together, you made a child together. Just as critical as motherhood is to that baby, it is equally as critical for that baby to also have a father, even if the daddy a bad one. Because, I mean, we're all going through this, this space of life. It is a matter of wanting to take a swing. It is a matter of wanting to take a swing. Are you always going to hit it out the park? No. You might not never hit it past the pitcher. You may never hit it past first base, but at least you're connecting with that ball. And our children, when they look at us, they just want to see our effort. And, and that's it. Man, you know, here, here are a couple things, man. Fellas, you know, one thing that you need to think about is being a faithful provider. You need to be a faithful provider. Does that mean being a provider does always have to add up to finances? No. Sometimes being a faithful provider is you're providing them character. 
there are other it, it doesn't always have to be geared towards money i know as men and when we think about providing it is we are thinking about providing from a place of uh fiscalness and that's just not the story for every dude every dude don't got extra funds so you need to find other ways fellas you need to find other ways to be a provider don't let money prevent you from being a faithful provider to your kids. Because the only person you're hurting at the end is yourself. Because the story is you chose to be absent because you ain't had no money. And ain't no kid at any age wants to hear that. And you know what? Another thing, it is never too late to be a daddy. It doesn't matter the age. You're never too late to be a daddy. When my father died, you know, I was in my 40s already. I was in my 40s when my father died. My father and I didn't actually have a genuine relationship until my 40s. And the crazy is I didn't experience having the love of a man until my 30s, my father-in-law. I did not know what it felt like to be loved by a man until I met my father-in-law. I did not know what it felt like to have a man genuinely check up on me and want nothing in return outside of how you doing today until I met my father-in-law in my 30s. It's never too late. It's never too late to be a daddy. So if you have children and you're like, oh, you know, they're 10 now, they're 15 now, they're 20 now, they're 25 now, they're 40 now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what their age is for you to step up to the plate and at least be present for their life in some shape, form or fashion. Even if that means you decide to make their children, their grandchildren, your priority. Most men will be able to provide the necessary forgiveness when they see effort, even if that effort is not geared toward them. So fellas, do not lie to yourself and think that because so much time has passed that your child or your child's children don't need you. Number two, man, y'all need to be strong protectors. And being a strong protector does not mean imposing violence. That doesn't mean you go out here and you, like these people you see on the news, you got grown adults beating up on children. Listen, I will be the first one to tell you. I come in there and make the block hot over my kids. I'll be the first one to tell you. But that's not the kind of protection our children need. The kind of protection our children need is to know that you always have their back. That they know that you will go to the school and talk, talk to the other parents, that you will talk with the other adults to ensure that all children are being treated righteously. That part, all children are treated righteously. Because when you come home, your kids need to know that you that they are your priority, but you care enough about them to ensure other kids are being protected too. They need to know that. They need to know that what if they did a good job, congratulations. If they did a bad job, I'm still here for you. Congratulations. Because life is about learning from failures. Life is not about always getting a good grade. Always. Sometimes, man, we as adults have off days. Our children are allowed to have off days and they need to know that you, you will protect their feelings even when they have 
bad days, man. And that leads to three, like being a loving leader. How are you leading your children? Men, daddies, what kind of leader are you? And the only kind of leader you need to be is by leading by example. You have to lead by example. You have to tell them how to do it and you need to show them how to do it. And they need to be able to know that if they do what you do, everything is going to be okay. If they do what you do, that's why the Bible talks about training up your child in the way that they should go. And then when they get older, they will not depart from it. Train them up by your example. So that when they become adults and they emulate your example, that they're going to be all right. Because you have shown them what it looks like being a helper. Fellas, if your lady is coming home and they got the groceries, don't just look at them. Help them get out them groceries. Take out that trash. Mow that grass. Make sure that car maintenance is handled. Make sure your woman knows. Show your kids what it looks like for your boys. This is what it looks like to take care of a woman. For your girls, this is what it looks like when a man loves you and this is what it should be. You should be the, 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 the pure definition of a helpmate. It ain't the woman ain't the only helpmate. You're supposed to be that helpmate too. You need to be a helper. Help with the authority. Help with the discipline. Help with, with whatever. Be a truthful teacher. Be a truthful teacher. What are you teaching these kids, man? Some of these kids go up in these schools, and you know, it's it's crazy because kids today don't even listen to the teachers in the school. Where does that rebellionness come from? That rebellionness is either coming from fathers being bad teachers or there ain't no fathers in the house. Like that's it. They what are you what are you what are you instilling into your children? Is that do you want your children to be exactly like you? You know what I'm saying? Are you out there? Did, did they learn how to ride their bike from you? Did they learn how to tie their shoes from you? Did, you? did they learn what it means what it means to have a friend versus what it means to have an associate? Do, did you help them with driving a car? Did, did you, are you teaching them how to maneuver the world we live in? Because the world we live in don't care about the, don't care about you. The world we live in don't care about your child. The world we live in and don't care about your circumstance. It is your job. That's your job. To make sure your kids know that you love them, to make sure that 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 they know that you value them. Men, we got we got work to do holistically always. What how are you encouraging your kids? Being a a a, a, a hopeful encourager. Because life is hard, man. Life is hard. When you got boys and they make mistakes, when it's, it's crazy because when you have black boys, black boys don't even get to look at legally in the court, right? Black boys don't get looked at like black boys. They get looked at like black young men, black adults. And we don't see that across the board. But regardless of whether your child, whatever ethnicity you are, you need to be a hopeful encourager. And like I said earlier, man, it is important that our children know that it's okay for them to fail. It's okay for them to fail. 
failing, what, what's important is what you do after that. Are you making sure that they should take bold steps with their lives by not being afraid to fail so that they can be successful? Fellas, I'm going to say this for you too. Listen, if there is something in your life and you feel like you don't do it because you're scared, the very thing that you're looking for for your life, it might be in that space. The reason you might be afraid is because what if it works out? What if you win? You know, can you be Kobe and take that buzzer beater shot? He wasn't hitting them in the beginning. He wasn't hitting them in the beginning. He was taking a shot when nobody believed him in at all, telling him to pass the ball. He wasn't doing it in the beginning. But all of a sudden, when he started hitting them, now all of a sudden, he's Black Mamba. But he was taking the shots. Fellas, whatever it is that you feel like, I would do it, but. Man, get rid of that button. Just do it. I want to be your hopeful encourager right now in this moment to encourage you to don't let what scares you prevent you from achieving what you desire. Get out your own way, man. And, and another thing I want to share, be compassionate. There's, 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 there's crazy, man. We have, you got men that are soft, and then you got men that are hard. And just because a dude is soft don't make him less of a man. Because the world don't need a bunch of hard dudes. That's not, the world don't need that. We all need to be able to show our young men, our young boys, our young girls, that men and ladies, please make room for your man to be compassionate. Make room. Man, I'm going to tell you, man, sometimes I hug my wife and you say what you want to, but sometimes I can hug my wife and it's almost as if my wife has this ability to fully decompress me to the point to where I just start crying. You know, and that's probably because I know that there's no judgment there. I know that when they talk about a woman holding her man down, that also means when he's down. And fellas, we, we can't. We can't just hold all that in because if you're the type of man that just holds everything in, that's the example for your boys to hold everything in. The example for the girls, your girls that you set is being detached. You know, my daddy don't cry. My daddy don't show emotions. When none of that is true, you are allowed to show your emotions. We don't. Don't let's not let's not say that it because a dude is soft that he 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 he's he's has feminine characteristics. Cause that's that's just not that's just not factual. Just no different than you got dude women out here that are hard. You got women out here that are soft. All both are all needed. Just because a woman is hard don't make her man. Just because a woman is soft is don't make her like. Don't make her rise up. I think my wife is a soft woman, but I wouldn't play with her because she probably throw a pot of grits on me if I mess up. But I also would never want to put her in that kind of position either. It's the same for men. Yo, you know, it's the same for men. You never want to put anybody in a corner to feel like any kind of way. And we don't want to set that kind of example for our children. 
And I just want to implore the guys out here that we have to be on our jobs. We need to be training and disciplining our children. We need to be, we need to be out here. We need to be provided for our families. We need to be a father. Like, yo, it should not feel uncommon to receive a love from a man. That shouldn't feel like some kind of anomaly. Because most most of the time, man, a lot of issues, the reason why some people have a problem with God is because, because they don't know what it feels like to be loved by somebody unconditionally. Our children don't know what it feels like to be loved by somebody unconditionally. So when they turn into adults, they probably have an issue with God because they don't understand how God can love somebody unconditionally because they never experienced it. And they never experienced it because they either didn't have a father in their life. So that creates this space of what are you talking about? And if they did have a father in their life, their father probably didn't love them unconditionally because the only time they got praised was when they did something good. That's a problem. We need to be the kind of father we need to be a father like God in heaven. And that just means unconditional love. And that is something that we all can give our children. And if, even if you don't have children, your identity, that doesn't mean these values don't matter. Because some of the men need to be in education for those kids who don't got daddies. You can still have that same impact by making that same emotional investment into children who are not your own. We should always be wanting to do that for one another, whether they white, whether they black, Hispanic, Latino, Afro-Latino, it shouldn't matter. We should be wanting to pour into children that need it. Never giving up on your family. Always praying for your family. And when I say family, fellas, when I say family, that don't necessarily mean your house. Maybe praying for your man's family. Maybe praying for that family you saw in the store and they was bugging out. Even and you and don't be tripping when I say pray, man. Sometimes, sometimes praying, like let's say, well, hey, Larry, listen, I hear you, but I don't believe in God. That don't mean you can't wish good for somebody just because you don't believe in God. You know what I mean? You can still wish good for somebody. And so, anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Do me a favor, man. I forgot to tell y'all we are finally also on Instagram. All truth underscore no chaser. Hey, all truth underscore no chaser on Instagram. That's where you can come and let me know what you thought about today's episode or any episode or if you want to give me your two cents. I ain't going to respond to no shenanigans, but that's where you can reach me. And remember, if you find yourself trying to help God, you already lost. Y'all be easy. Peace.